It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents the Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. Two more games in the regular season for the San Jose Sharks, and they're both on the road. Tonight, it's the Sharks against the Edmonton Oilers at Rogers Place in downtown Edmonton. So far this season, the Sharks are 0-2-1 against the Edmontonians, including a 2-1 overtime loss in the most recent matchup at SAP Center on April the 5th. Connor McDavid was often dominant, and his game-winning goal 31 seconds into overtime was certainly a play for the ages. The Sharks aren't even looking at that game or any other game. They're just focused on tonight. Here's head coach Bob Bugner's message to the team going in. Real simple, six periods to go, um, and uh, we want to finish hard, we want to finish uh, competitive, we want to play with pride, and we want to play for each other. The Edmonton Oilers are getting a lot of questions from the media about the upcoming series that they have in the playoffs against the Los Angeles Kings. But Edmonton coach Jay Woodcroft isn't even thinking about that. We're taking care of today's business, and Connor and Leon and all the big guns that we have in our lineup that are playing tonight are uh, focused uh, on the San Jose Sharks. When we return, the Teal Report will visit with Drew Amenda. Stand by. That's next on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. The Stanley Cup playoffs are coming, and the field is getting set. But can you guess the next champion? This is where it all begins, right here, right now. Sign up today for the Stanley Cup Playoffs Bracket Challenge. Create and join leagues and test your skills against friends and family to see if you can predict the playoffs. What can you say? 16 teams, one cup. Sign up now at NHL.com bracket. He scores! The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is on 24 hours a day. Whether you're in the office or on the go, make sure that you download the Sharks SAP Center app presented by Western Digital and hit listen anytime. You can also find us on your computer by going to sjsharks.com slash listen. If it's a game broadcast, breaking news, or a player feature, the place to find it is right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. For tonight's game against the Edmonton Oilers, I thought we'd have Drew Amenda check in here on the Teal Report. Drew, give us a scene set for tonight's game. When you look at this, this matchup tonight, the, the thing about the San Jose Sharks and the Edmonton Oilers, it's kind of now a reversal of fortunes, really. It used to be San Jose was coming in as the dominant team going to the playoffs. The Edmonton Oilers were the team that didn't have anything to play before that were, that were out in January. That switched. And you, you have a team with the Edmonton Oilers that have two of the absolute best players on the planet on their team, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Phenomenal two players. Watched them up close for six seasons. They, they are two of the best. And it's going to be a big challenge for the Sharks tonight because a lot of the things that the Oilers do and Oilers have in their game are things that are, as Bob Bugner has pointed out to us many times, are weaknesses in the San Jose Sharks area. It's going to be an interesting game tonight because when you look at this, 
you've got team in Edmonton who are playing to refine their game because they're going into the playoffs. And you have a team in the San Jose Sharks. You're looking at the young guys. You're seeing, you know, with two games left, who's maybe going to be in a position for next year, who definitely is in a position next year, and who needs to work. But also, I look at this at the leaders. I don't know about you, but I look at this at the leaders at, at Hurdle and Meyer, Logan, Brent Burns, Mark Edward Vlasic. It's easy to lead at the good times. Piece of cake, right? Everybody's rolling, everybody's feeling confident, everybody's feeling good about their lives, everybody about their game. Now, you've had to leave for the last little while in the tough times. And the only way to do that with these young guys is, is by example. And so if you look at, say, Noah Greger, Balzers, um, Chimilevsky to a point, Magna, Malash, I think, we don't know because we're not down there anymore, but I think there has been some leadership by example by the Sharks because those young guys have played well. So when I, when I look at this game, I'm looking at, okay, can you, do you have it in you, and we've, we've talked about this before, that, that inner fuel, when your gas tank is empty, when there's the, the situation is there's nothing to play for, really, besides being professional and playing for each other, playing for your teammates, where are you going to find that inner fuel? Where is that, where is that fire? And I don't think, as a pro athlete, that it will be hard to be fired up for this game tonight. Crowd's going to be jacked. They're going to be amped because their orders are going to the playoffs. They're trying to refine their game. Again, you want to challenge yourself. All these guys, you know these guys as well as I do, as competitive as can be. They're going to be in a situation where um, they're going up against a couple of the best in the world, and you don't mind trying to spoil the party a little bit. No. I, you know, I, I think this has been a, a very interesting year about leadership for Logan Couture because he has had to adjust the way that he's leaded a little bit, the way that he's led. Yeah. And I think he's really improved, in my opinion. He's given a lot of really honest efforts these last few games. You don't see him on the score sheet necessarily, but he's doing a lot of little things that you want to have your captain do. Yeah, I think he's, again, you want to talk about a guy who leads by example, it's Logan. But you're right, he hasn't put the puck in the net, and he needs to. The couple of times I've seen Logan is when the when things were going weren't going well for the Sharks and they were losing those ten in a row. You could see him start to wear it though. You could see that it was weighing on him. And Logan has, um, like a lot of people, you got to fight through it. Yeah, but you also you 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 get inside your head. You become introverted, and you can, you can tell on the bench. You know you you know me. I watch the benches all the time. You can tell on the bench, you, you get quiet, and you've got to fight your way through that. I think this has been a learning experience for Logan because there's some highs at the start of the year. Remember, we're talking to him, love playing with these guys. These guys are great. And, and of course, when you win, you're always exuberant. You're always excited. And in the, in the last little while when things have gone down and Logan's, you know, his, his career has seen many ups and downs in, in San Jose, more ups than downs, but more downs recently, he, um, he wears it. So you'd like to see him come out of that. And what, what brings you out of that? A couple things. For Logan, playing against the Edmonton Oilers, because he always plays well, because he doesn't like this team at all. That goes back to the days of Taylor Hall, Jordan Everly, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Yakupov, those guys, when they were getting all the pub when Logan's li living in Canada in the summer, listening to this going, oh, give me a break. So he likes to come out here and try to show them a little bit. The other thing is, um, for him, he has to score a goal. It's the old thing. 
your son comes home from playing hockey, my sons come home from playing hockey, first thing you ask them, did you win? Yeah, we won. Second thing, every parent asks every player, boy, girl, doesn't matter. What's the next question? Did you score? Exactly. Everybody asks it. Nobody goes, comes to the ring thinking, I just want to play even and uh, play good defense. With the exception of the Gretzky household, it was how many yeah, goals did you <laughs> exactly, score? Exactly. So, you know, did you score? And, and Logan needs to, he needs to feel that success again. I think tonight's game is going to be an interesting one, too, for uh, young Thomas Bordalo. He was taking draws against Jonathan Taves, doing a pretty good job, you know, not winning him, but learning, T going up against some top players. Tonight he's going to face a situation that his old teammate at the University of Michigan, Nick Blankenberg, faced mm -hmm. a couple of games ago, where he's backing up. It's like a three-on-two, maybe a two-on-one, and McDavid is coming down the wing, and he just follows McDavid. Meanwhile, he stopped following the play yeah. because McDavid had already passed it to Evander Kane, and he was still following McDavid, yeah. and the puck's in the back of yeah. the net. Well, that's the problem with Connor. He's so talented. He sees the ice so well. The other thing is um, Connor can mesmerize. He mesmerizes veterans because he's that fast. So communication, as your, your sometime partner, Brett Haddikin, says, it's free. Got to communicate. You have to. And if you get shoulder to shoulder with Connor, trip him because – He's getting by you, you know. He's he's that fast, and he, so you have to be able to be able to read the play. But that's that's easier said than done. There's a lot of things that you should do to Connor, but that you should have done the same thing to Sidney Crosby. You should do the same thing to Nathan McKinnon. You should do the same thing to Patrick Kane and Wayne Gretzky, and on and on and on and on and on. But those players are great players, and they're great players because they find their way through that because that's how talented they are. It's going to be an interesting game tonight, Drew. We're looking forward to it. Yep, can't wait to work with you again, buddy. James Reimer gets the start in Nets, and over the course of his 12-year career, Reimer has won 20 games in two seasons. He has 19. It's a big game for him, and it's a big game for the Sharks against Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and the Oilers. Tune in with Drew Amanda and me. All the action starting at 5.30 Pacific time right here on the Sharks Audio Network. I'm Dan Rusinowski. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.